This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. I wanted to talk today about a subject, a spiritual subject, that is dear to my heart and something that quite a few people have been asking me about recently. So I thought I would expound on it, explore the subject a little bit um, in today's episode. And this topic is somewhat difficult, or maybe even very difficult, to put into words, which is why I think it's so valuable to try to put it into words. Because if you can grasp even a little bit of what I'm going to try to explain right now, I think it will help you. We've already gone over, and we always go over, how we don't want to get too stuck on certain terms and terminology, become too obsessed with labeling things a certain way. And I always say that spirituality is uh, such a big word, it's such a potentially loaded word, that we have to be you know, just aware that people use the word spiritual in different ways, just in the same way that people use the word like God in different ways. People use the term subconscious or imagination in different ways. People use all these different words that we're talking about in different ways. So what I want to talk about is this idea of spirituality and what we regard as being spiritual. Because in my experience, a simple way to look at the law of attraction and spirituality in general is to basically divide the deep, deep spiritual stuff and the practical spiritual stuff. And in my opinion, the law of attraction is almost all practical stuff, practical spirituality, if you want to call it that. And this is probably a little bit confusing because I always talk about going deep and getting deep spiritually, and I use language like that. But still... In my opinion, undoubtedly, the law of attraction is mainly about being practical with this information, with these spiritual concepts. You see, I've been interested in spirituality, and it's such a silly phrase to even say out loud, but you know, spiritual subjects have, have interested me since I was a kid, since I was a teenager. And I didn't get into the law of attraction until I was in my early to mid-30s. So there was like a 20-year range there where I was just exploring spirituality. And it's before I really knew anything about the law of attraction. And a lot of those experiences I had in those 20 years between the time I was like a, you know, a teenager until I was in my early 30s, a lot of those experiences I had really shaped my life. And a lot of teachings that I encountered and teachers I encountered were truly deep. And when I say deep, I mean the spirituality that really always has grabbed me the most is something that's so undefinable, ineffable, alive, visceral, like a live wire type of spirituality. Like a boom, 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 type spirituality, you know, where it's like, bam, it hits you, 
It hits you and you can't even define it. It's just like the present moment, right? Which is what we always talk about in this podcast. And this present moment, when it's undefined, when it's just like viscerally there, that's what I've always been into. And what I try to bring to this podcast and to this law of attraction information is that quality in some way. But as I've touched upon already in a couple different episodes, the connection between that alive, visceral, present moment and these law of attraction principles is often tenuous. It's often very vague. And I would understand if you told me or if you argued that there is no real connection. Because I've always found that when you go really, really deep, really touch that aliveness, there's nothing and there's no words to describe it. There are no words. There's no time. And it's right now, right here. Bam, 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 shalam. Boom, ba doom, ba doom, ba boom. That's truth. Can be like getting hit on the side of the head out of the blue and not expecting it. In the joy of not thinking, I describe it to being blinded by the light of the sun. can be like that. You know, Zen teachings, non-dual teachings, most of that kind of stuff is pointing at that. And over the years, I, I you know, had the pleasure to gradually find more and more different teachers that talk about this alive live wire type of stuff this depth where it's just like holy mackerel this is fucking it and what it is is not definable and what we're talking about right now okay this quote-unquote deep spirituality is very different than most of the law of attraction teachings we're talking about the law of attraction teachings we're talking about and the great teachers like Kue and Neville, Joseph Murphy, H. Emily Cady, they're giving you advice that's undeniably spiritual in some way, but it's very practical based. It's about improving your life and being a, a better person. And, you know, by giving more to others, feeling better yourself. But that connection to this deep bam got hit over the side of my head type of spirituality. It's a little bit vague. I think it's there, you know, and in this podcast, I'm trying to connect it to, I'm trying to connect this deep spirituality and this practical spirituality, but I'll be the first to admit that the connection is somewhat unclear, but it's what I like exploring. And that's one reason this podcast is called law of attraction explored because we're exploring this depth that this deep spirituality does show us when we hit that, we're exploring this depth in some way. We're trying to explore that by getting deeper, you know, being in the present moment, truly trying and being in the present moment. We're exploring that. And then we're exploring these very practical concepts, these very practical concepts that Joseph Murphy's talking about, that Kuwait is talking about these very sound psychological concepts. 
But I mean, really, again, we don't want to get bogged down by terms. And it's very easy to maybe call a lot of this law of attraction stuff. And I talk about this in the law of attraction simplified. We can maybe use better terms than calling it spiritual. We could call this, you know, abnormal psychology or parapsychology or ESP or something to do with psychic phenomena. And we could we could keep the whole spiritual aspect out of it. This this very well, the law of attraction very well just might be underappreciated, misunderstood, psychological, mind-body stuff. That's all it might be. There might be nothing truly spiritual about it at all. And again, I don't know if that makes sense, but I think it, it for me it makes sense when I say it, and I think it makes sense to some of you. I think you intuitively understand what I'm getting at when I say it. The deep spirituality whacks you over the head. And what most people don't understand is that's the best thing that could happen to you when it happens. Because you realize there is no you. There is no you. When we really get deep, it's like boom. So (laughs) I don't know if this made any sense or not, but I, I tried. And perhaps I'll try again in a later episode. And understand that I'm, I'm really constantly touching upon this idea, even though I don't verbalize it like this always, that there's this distinction, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, of course, but I think it's a practical way of looking at it. There's this distinction between deep, ineffable, almost incomprehensible spirituality and then pragmatic, practical spirituality. Law of attraction advice is the latter, almost always. And the deep stuff, well, the deep stuff's the deep stuff, you know? If you're wondering, you know, what I'm talking about, you know, I always say Zen, non-dual. That might seem too vague. I mean, there's a lot of Zen and non-dual stuff out there. But I'll tell you, you know, some of my favorite teachers that are all modern or, you know, they're either alive now or only recently deceased, so they use language that's pretty present and modern. Some of my favorite teachers, Byron Katie, Yuji Krishnamurti, Jan Frazier, Nisargadatta Maharaj, people like that. You know, you've probably heard of those folks. They're relatively famous, at least in the non-dual world. Byron Katie, we haven't spoken about her on this podcast yet, but she's the greatest spiritual teacher I've ever encountered. Just a very deep Deep, deep person. She has, she's written several books, but my favorite book of hers is called A Thousand Names for Joy. And this is probably my favorite book, period. A Thousand Names for Joy, you can read a page of that book, in it, any page basically in, in that book, and it throws away any serious spiritual or religious argument for the law of attraction's validity, in my opinion. You know, that's why I'm so uh, hesitant to ascribe any religious or spiritual meaning to a lot of these law of attraction teachings when they start using all these terms talking about universal law and, you know, God in this very religious sounding way. I just feel like if you read a book like A Thousand Names for Joy, it's so much deeper than any of that stuff on a spiritual level. And that's, again, just my opinion. You might not agree with me there. But uh, I thought I would read a, uh, just a short excerpt from A Thousand Names for Joy to show you what, what I mean when I 
when I say that this book is deep, deep spirituality. So uh, Katie, she wrote, There's no name for what's sitting in this chair right now. I am the experience of the eternal. Even with the thought God, it all stops and manifests in time. And as I create God, I have created not God. You can substitute anything here. With the thought tree, I create tree and not tree. The mechanism is the same. Before you name anything, the world has no things in it, no meaning. There's nothing but peace in a worldless, questionless world. It's the space where everything is already answered in joyful silence. In this world, before words, there is only the real, undivided, ungraspable, already present. Any apparently separate thing can't be real since the mind has created it with names. When we understand this, the unreal becomes beautiful because there's nothing that can threaten the real. You get into Byron Katie or Jan Frazier or Nisigartha Maharaj or even somebody totally irreverent like Yuji Krishnamurti. You get into a teacher like that and they're talking about some deep shit. The law of attraction usually isn't deep like that. And that's fine. That's good. The law of attraction is much more practical and is going to help you live your life in a sane, healthy way, probably, more than most of these deep spiritual teachings. It's far more practical. But in my opinion, it helps to recognize that it's more a practical-based spirituality than a deeply spiritual one the deep spiritual stuff isn't really even going to necessarily help you. You know, when you see the truth, there's no you anymore. So what the heck is there to help? And at the same time, as I've said, the deeper we get, usually the better we end up feeling. So perhaps that is a connection. But the truth is going to hit you when it hits you. And it's going to drop off this concept of time and this concept of self. And if people are still talking about self, they're not talking about deep spirituality, in my opinion. There is no I am when you get deep enough. Excuse my French, but fuck I am. You want to get deep, you can get deep right now. Because here it is. It's always the same. And I hope that this helped you and didn't confuse you. And if it did confuse you, just understand that what I'm talking about is not really complicated. It's just not logical, so it's hard to explain. I hope you keep on enjoying this podcast. I've enjoyed sharing this information with you, and there's a lot more to come. Let's take it easy.